And here's the great thing, you don't need a ton of equipment or really any equipment, but you do need to understand the principles that build muscle. And most people don't because the principles are the same, whether you're using barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, gymnastics rings, bands, so many people are like, oh, well, what's the best, you know, or dumbbells better than barbells? There's pros and cons for each tool. But at the end of the day, it's the principles that get you results, not the tool. What's up, my friend? I'm health expert Ted Rice, and I'm coming to you today from Medellin, Colombia, where I've been in quarantine for the past week now. It's hard to tell how much time has passed. So today we're going to have a very important episode. In fact, I'm super excited to, to share it with you because it's all about getting super fit while you're at home. So many of us, we're stuck in conditions where we can't get to the gym anymore. And with the coronavirus craziness spreading across the world right now, more and more people are being advised or even ordered to stay in their homes. But I want to tell you something this whole working out at home thing, this is something I mastered long before coronavirus made it cool to talk about home workouts. And I'm talking minimal equipment or even no equipment. So if you are interested in taking your home workout game up to the next level, I'm gonna share some really, really important information for you on how to get the most out of your home workouts. Before we go on, I want to let you know we're running a 10-day challenge. And this 10-day challenge, it's going to be epic. So if you are in a situation where you're like kind of over all the Netflix shows, you've watched every show that's ever been on ever, and you're making your way through your quarantine rations that were supposed to last a year, but that Costco-sized peanut butter and bag of pretzels and M&Ms and whatever else you got is kind of disappearing and you're starting to realize, you know what, I need to kind of accept what's going on here and I need to make the best of a situation because eating all this food, drinking all this alcohol, calling Uber Eats for every meal, it's just not making the situation change, right? It's not going to change anytime soon. So if you want to step your game up. If you want to make a big difference, because so many people that I talk to, I, I, I ask like, how much weight have you lost in the past week? Well, well, none. Um, is that something that's supposed to happen? I'm like, yeah. Uh, what are you doing? No, I don't say that, but I think it, to be honest. And how much weight did you lose in the past month? Well, maybe a pound, but I'm not sure because I think I probably gained it back. So listen, you can make, with the right information, the right commitment, and the right actions, you can make progress in 10 days. You probably heard me say that my clients lose four to six pounds in two weeks. Actually, sometimes it happens even faster than that. I'm going to do that in the 10-day challenge. So what's going to be in the 10-day challenge? You're going to get a home workout. You're going to get a nutrition protocol for fat loss and a shopping list a success tracker. We're going to go into mindset. We're going to talk about accountability. We're going to take you and show you that you can get great results in 10 days. Now, where do you go to join this? This is a free challenge. And you go to legendarylifepodcast.com 
slash challenge. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash challenge. Got it? Good. Want you to join us. If you're sitting around, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. So back to getting super fit at home. I see a lot of workouts being shared right now. I mean, literally every personal trainer and strength coach and and you see like circuit training where it's like, hey, do, do squats for 45 seconds, then push-ups for 45 seconds, then hold a plank for 45 seconds. Sound familiar? Or workouts where they give you like this predetermined number of reps. So like do uh, 50 pull-ups, do 100 push-ups, and do 200 squats. And, you know, all these other, the, the CrossFit style workouts, look, those things, they're, they're better than sitting on the couch. But I would never, if people paid me and I gave them that type of workout, I would, you shouldn't be paying me or you should be, be paying me less. Those workouts are free for a reason. Um, again, oh, but I got super sore doing it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But soreness doesn't equal results. I'm talking about results, okay? I'm not talking about just going in and hoping that, you know, if you do a bunch of reps, it's going to make a difference. We're going to talk about how to get great results because I've changed my body. In fact, if you see my recent photos, I'm even in better shape than I was two weeks ago. And I'm eating, as I showed my coaching clients the other day, I've, I ate an entire Oreo cookies and cream ice cream cake. So I know what I'm doing and I know how to eat my, have my cake and eat it too and still get in great shape. And so that's what I'm going to share with you here. And just to give you an example of what can happen, um, I had a, a client who, when he signed up to our coaching program, he specifically stated that he wanted to work at home. Tim, if you're still listening, shout out to you, man, giving you an honorable mention, sir. Uh, 57 years old when he signed up and he had some back issues as well. And if you've ever seen our testimonials, you'll see Tim's photo, very impressive transformation, all done at home. He lost fat, he built muscle. I, I think he didn't even lose that much weight. If you see his photos, impressive transformation, just a totally like a different person. But I think the, the change on the scale was only 20 or so pounds. And that's because you put on muscle at the same time. And here's the great thing. You don't need a ton of equipment or really any equipment. But you do need to understand the principles that build mu muscle. And most people don't. Because the principles are the same. Whether you're using barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, gymnastics rings, bands, so many people are like, oh, well, what's the best, you know, are dumbbells better than barbells? There's pros and cons for each tool. But at the end of the day, it's the principles that get you results, not the tool. So here's what we're going to cover. We're going to talk about the four-step system to get leaner while stuck at home. We're going to talk about five rules to maximize muscle growth and fat loss with home workouts. I'm going to share three simple and effective workouts you can do. And I'm going to share with you some other secrets that I use to get into great shape because that's what I shoot for. I don't shoot for losing a couple pounds or, you know, um, just getting my muscles moving. No, get into great shape. So let's the first thing I want you to understand is this. You're in a situation right now where 
your lifestyle has changed, right? The first thing I want to talk about is your metabolism and the factors that influence it. So you've got energy coming in. Where, where's that energy coming in from? The meals you eat, the drinks you drink, the snacks you snack on, and the alcohol you drink. Okay. Then you have energy going out. You have your resting metabolism. That's the like your heart is beating right now. You're not having to make sure it keeps beating, it just does it. You're breathing. All types of things are happening in your body. And that's all what your resting metabolism is. And it's for most people, that's where the majority of energy gets used up that comes in from your food. It's just keeping you alive, keeping the processes going, keeping the pH of your blood balanced, things like that. Then we have exercise activity thermogenesis, or we could just call it exercise. So if you exercise, if you, and we're talking about purposeful exercise, we're talking about cardiovascular training, we're talking about resistance training, we're talking about playing a sport. That's what exercise activity uh, thermogenesis is, and that can be huge. So if you're not exercising, you're messing up, period. Boom. <laughs> I couldn't help myself saying that, but I was jumping the gun a little bit. Then there's activity or if you're a nerd like me, <laughs> non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So non-exercise activity. And this can be a big deal. This can be the difference between like sitting on your butt at work all day long, burning about 300 calories to burning 700 calories just by getting up sometimes or even up to, you know, 1400 calories if you're using a standing workplace and, and you're a bit active. So this can be huge. This, this isn't a small thing. This is a, a huge thing, even though it sounds like, well, but it's not exercise. It's not hardcore exercise, but it's huge. And then we have the thermic effect of food, which is the act of eating or the act of digesting. Eating too is part of digesting, chewing, mastication, chewing up your food, and then the biochemical processes that occur afterward to extract the nutrients from your food, that costs energy. So let's talk about this. We're not going to dive too deep into it, but I just want you to understand. So there's the energy coming in from the food, from the caloric beverages you drink, from the snacks you snack on, from the alcohol you're drinking. And then we've got energy going out, any energy getting used just to keep you alive, then energy from exercise, energy from the activity that you do. So like getting up, walking around, pacing on the phone while you talk, which is something I'm a huge fan of, and other things like that. And then the thermic effect of feeding, which, which can be substantial too. So here's the thing. This is why you can't outrun your nutrition or why it's extremely difficult. You actually can outrun your nutrition, right? But the problem comes down to this. I'm going to put it to you an example. So one slice of frozen Kirkland cheese pizza is 280 calories. One slice of Kirkland cheese pizza. 30 minutes of running, nonstop running, will burn between 280 and 520 calories. So you need to run for 30 minutes to equal the amount of calories you're getting just from one slice of pizza. And let me ask you this, how many slices of pizza can you eat in 30 minutes? Do you see how it becomes such an issue? 
Now, I mean, I'm not going to go into the nuances here because, um, because it really has to do with the total calories and the weekly average and all these other things. But I just want you to understand, ah, well, for 30 minutes for every slice of pizza that I eat, that's, uh, uh, I'm starting to get that, right? How it can be very hard. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I can eat a whole, I ate a whole pizza to myself the other day for lunch. Actually, it was a couple of weeks ago when I was at that entrepreneur meetup seminar, actually. So anyway, here's a story from our community. Shout out to Jeff, Jeff Crowley, man, just killing it. I'm going to be sharing Jeff's before and after soon. He just doesn't even look like the same person, just a dramatic change. And Jeff was doing CrossFit. He was doing other workouts, but he didn't see a change until he, until he started working with me and I got him handled on his nutrition, got him up to speed on his nutrition. Now he's just he's just crushing it. Goes out to, has business meetings. Well, I guess not in the past two weeks, but he had a business meeting where they ate too much, drank too much, but was still on plan because that one time, if you know what you're doing, you know how to cycle your calories properly. You can eat what you want or have those times out and it doesn't affect you. You just get right on track. And not only does it take not take you off track, it's just like you keep getting results. That's what happens. So let's talk about this. So the number one thing is track your nutrition because the best way to get a handle on your nutrition is the same if you wanted to get a handle on your finances. You track it. You don't say, I, I don't know why, but I just don't have any money at the end of the month, but I get paid every month, but I don't have any money every month too. Maybe the banks and credit card companies are messing up here. It's like, yeah, okay. That's happened to me actually, but it's so rare that they make mistakes. You still want to check your finances, but I'm just saying it's usually on you. And the same thing is with nutrition. So if you're one of those people who is like, no, it's my metabolism, it's my hypothyroidism, it's my, you know, whatever excuse you're using, it is not true. It is just not true. I mean, I'll share the story with Karen, 56 years old, hypothyroid. Why I was her, she said, you're my last chance. She hit her weight goal within two months of being in the program. Sorry, 12-week program. In eight weeks, she hit her goal. Okay. So it's you, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have a handle on what you're doing. It's as simple as that. Take ownership of it. And you do that through tracking. Step number two is to prioritize protein. As we talked about from the metabolism, uh, the thermic effect of food is higher with protein, much higher. So prioritizing protein is just one of those things that you can do. Now, when I say prioritize protein, I really mean prioritize lean protein because a lot of people will say, well, bacon's protein, right? Because that's like meat or something. Uh, Pork tends to be quite high in fat. In fact, you get more calories from fat than from protein. Also with beef, you can have a similar issue. It can be quite high in fat. So you got to look up the meat, uh, the cuts of beef and, and the pork that you're eating. Again, tracking will help you. Step number three, learn about portion sizes of different foods. Because if your quarantine meals are composed of rice, pasta, oatmeal, cereal, family-sized containers of peanut butter from Costco, cheaper cuts of meat, fattier cuts of pork and beef, because pork shoulder tastes a lot better when you make carnitas than pork loin, 
that you got to get a handle on that because it's easy to overeat. And, and again, this is the big distinction here. And I don't want to turn this into a talk about nutrition, but it needs to be said. It's like, but I hardly eat. It's like, yeah, but you're eating something that's super high in fat. And fat does make you fat. Don't listen to the low-carb morons out there. Fat absolutely makes you fat if you eat too much. So get a handle on the portion size of foods on, on, and, and the different uh, and the macronutrient like breakdown of food. So number four is strive for progress, not perfection. One of the issues that comes up from my coaching clients is they feel the need to be perfect. I, I work with high achievers. These are executives, business owners, accountants, attorneys. Actually, I don't think I've had a doctor. I've had many doctor personal training clients, but not I haven't had a doctor yet for the coaching. But anyway, I digress. So if you want to be my first doctor client, hit me up. Uh, so for my online coaching, I've trained so many doctors outside. It's kind of interesting. A lot of emergency doctors. I'm just going off on another tangent <laughs> again. That's quarantine. That's what quarantine will do to you, my friends. I know you feel my pain. So strive for progress, not perfection. Because if you're stuck eating less than optimal uh, meals for weeks or longer, all you need to do is focus on the calorie intake. Stop trying to be like, oh, well, no, this is, I, I'm eating the white rice and I know that's not good. It's like, no, no, no. That's like 20, that's like uh, nutrition from the 2000s. We're, we're, this is 2020. Okay. Get your calorie intake. You know, we're not let, get rid of the health halo of foods because you can get fat eating salmon and ribeye and olive oil, just like you can get fat eating ice cream and cookies. All right. You get more nutrients with the steak, with the, you know, pork, with the, you know, with the olive oil, with the grass fed butter. Okay. You get more nutrients, but you're still fat, aren't you? Okay. So enough with the health halo stuff. Focus on total calorie intake. You'll be much healthier eating. This is what I do for my clients. I show them how to 20% of the time that, um, you know, you can eat the things that you want. As long as you get your total calories in check, you're going to lose body fat. It's healthier if you're leaner and eating the junk food than the, the overweight or obese people who never eat junk food, but they just, they're eating way too many calories and, and they're, they have excess body fat as a, res, uh, as a result. Okay. Is that clear? Cause I know that's, that's a change I had to make. And I mean, I know I'm coming from a place right now where it's like, duh, you guys are not with it. But to be honest, I was stuck there and I had that same sort of mentality where I was, I was putting, I was a low carb crazy, right? One of those low carb crazies. So it's so easy. It's like uh, sugar makes you fat because sugar raises insulin. Insulin's a fat storing hormone. And so I would put butter on all my food. I would uh, put coconut oil in my coffee and I was fat. And then I started wrapping my head around the nutrition stuff. Total calories is where it's at, people. And you're not going to eat so perfect. Okay. So total calories is where it's at. Be a normal person, eat some damn carbs and enjoy some cheesecake or ice cream cake is my personal favorite because it's delicious. And you can, if you keep your total calories in check, get great results. 
I'm talking about shredded. You can be shredded. Okay. I'm not going to bother you guys with more shirtless selfies, but damn it. This is, this is what can happen. That's what happened with Jeff, my client, Jeff. All right. So let's move on from that. But I, I hope you understand nutrition here is huge. And it's not that you have to not eat peanut butter or not eat junk food. It's you need to get on top of how much you're eating because you got a budget. And if you go over that budget, regardless of what you spend it on, you're going to gain fat regardless of, of where the food's coming from. So get a handle on it, strive for progress and get, away, get rid of that perfection mentality. Also, last thing I'll say about this, because I think it's super important. One thing that happens with my clients is that they, when they fall off, there's like this really, they're really hard on themselves. And I'm lucky I've never been like that. Um, that's not completely true. I'm sure, I'm sure there's something that I'm forgetting about, but I haven't been like that with nutrition. When I eat something delicious, I'm not like, oh gosh, I should not have done that. I'm like, mmm, that cake was delicious. The flourless chocolate cake, the Oreos and cream ice cream cake that I just finished, it was all delicious, okay? So it's not about falling off track. It's like, that's just part of the journey. Do you understand what I mean? Like, if it's not falling off track if it's part of the track, but you do have to get back on track, right? Meaning you've got to be on top of the total calories. So get rid of that perfectionist mindset. Get rid of the idea that you have to eat some perfect way, especially if you're overweight right now. You're not doing yourself any favors. Get rid of the fat should be your number one focus. This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Do you want to know a secret that all my coaching clients follow? It's really simple, but powerful. Add vegetables into each meal. But let's be honest, most of us, including myself, don't eat the recommended servings of vegetables and fruits each day. So for those of us who are on the go or have trouble eating healthy, having a greens powder makes it easy to get your greens in every single day, no matter how busy you are. And that's why I use and recommend Organifi Green Juice, a superfood powder that you just add water to so that you can get your greens in even when you're on the go. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes great. But don't believe me, try it for yourself. And use the code TED20, that's capital T-E-D, the number 20, at www.organifi.com. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. That's Organifi.com to receive 20% off your first order. But hurry, this is a limited time discount for Legendary Life listeners. Now, back to the episode. So let's talk about workouts. I'm going to dive into the five rules to maximize muscle and fat loss while working out at home. So like I talked to you about all the home workouts, the CrossFit style wads, the workouts with arbitrary number of reps, circuits. So forget about that, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to talk about scientific principles that work for building muscle, no matter what tool you use. So rule number one, take each set to muscular exhaustion. It's the first thing that you need to make happen when you do strength training exercise. That's why using the pink weights and doing a bunch of reps, but you never quite get to that point where it gets hard. You're doing cardio with weights. Nothing wrong with doing cardio, but why would you do cardio with weights? 
because it doesn't burn that many calories. Just go running. Okay. So anyway, when you're doing resistance training and you want awesome results, you need to take your muscles to exhaustion on whatever exercise you're doing. There's this idea that a concept called stimulating reps or effective reps. And what that simply is, is that all those reps that you do that are kind of easy, but then once you get to the end, you know how it gets hard, whether you're doing a bicep curl or a push-up or whatever, those are the reps that create muscle growth. So we need to take each set to muscular exhaustion if we want the best results. And it doesn't matter if you're a woman who wants to lean up and tone up, lean down and tone up, or a guy who wants to get jacked, right? Jacked and ripped. This is what you need to do. Want to see a difference in your body? Take each set to muscular exhaustion. Rule number two, do more than what you did last time. So this is known as the principle of progressive overload in exercise science. I've talked about it before, but I'm going to review it again. The formal definition of progressive overload is the gradual increase of stress placed upon the body during exercise training. Just a fun fact, I don't know how fun it is, but it's still a fact, is it was created by a medical doctor named Thomas DeLorme, and he developed this concept while rehabilitating soldiers after World War II. He noticed that if he would increase the challenge, people got stronger. And what I want you to do is that every time you show up to the gym, I'm talking about, okay, you worked out two days ago, now you're going to hit a workout again. You should be trying to do more than what you did last time. And this is what I coach my clients on. I say, do more than what you did last time. And I have them track in the app. So I see exactly what they're doing. And also, I want you to understand, oh, but, but I didn't get more than last time this time. Well, that's okay, right? Stress happens, a poor night of sleep happens, whatever happens, and you don't, maybe you had too many Johnny Walkers. I love scotch, by the way. Give me some blue label. I'm a happy person. I'm actually a person who, I don't like the way alcohol makes me feel, but I like the taste of it, at least scotch. Anyway, so... It may not happen every workout, but shoot for progress every workout. And there are three ways to increase the challenge that lead to better results. Really important here because you'll find when people talk about, when I say people, I mean other fitness professionals who don't really understand this stuff very well. They'll tell you about other ways to increase the challenge and those ways aren't productive. So what are like, like oh, rest less in between sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's stupid. Okay. That's, it does make it harder. That's like, yeah, run into a wall while you're doing bicep curls. That makes it harder too, but it's not fucking productive. All right. Sorry. It's the Colombian coffee and just the annoyance. So there's three ways of doing this. Number one, increase the reps. What I recommend to my clients is stick with the same weight for at least two workouts and focus on performing more reps with the same weight. Number two is after you've used the same weight for at least two workouts, although you could use it for more and try to uh, you know, crank out more reps each time, but once you get to a certain point, time to increase the weight. And then after you've done that for a while, after you've gone up in reps and weight, might be time to increase the number of sets you're doing per muscle group. So if you're doing starting out with two sets, might want to increase it to three and maybe even up to five in some cases. Now, 
well, I'll say this, the, the, the next rule is really important after that conversation because rule number three is focus on recovery. Because after speaking about adding reps, adding weight, adding more sets, you might be like, yeah, more is better. Let's do it. Let's just, in fact, you know what, instead of that, Ted, I'm just going to, I'm going to work to failure on every set. I'm going to add more weight on every set and I'm going to add five. I'm going to, I was doing only two or three sets, but now I'm going to do five for every exercise. Yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't work like that because the other half of the equation is that you need to make sure that you're actually recovering between workouts. Otherwise you could actually be going backwards. So I wrote an article for this and in the article, I've shared a graph where it shows what happens with when, when you work, when you drive yourself into the ground with insufficient recovery and crazy workouts, crazy high volume workouts, you start to go backwards. Okay. You don't want to do that. Also, especially if you're under a lot of stress, if you're not managing your stress right now, you got the kids going crazy. Your boss wants you to work more. Your employees aren't doing what they need to be doing because they're all freaked out and you're freaked out. If you're sleep deprived or if you're not eating enough, that can be a problem too. Usually not a problem for most Americans, but it can be at certain sometimes. So rule number four is track your workouts to ensure progress. There's a great quote by the legendary management guru, Peter Drucker, said, what gets measured gets managed. And this concept is certainly true when we're, whether we're trying to balance our checkbooks, stop a pandemic, anyone, or simply make sure that what we're doing in the gym is actually working. In the Legendary Life program, my, my online coaching program, all my one-on-one and group coaching clients, they track their workouts because I need to see, okay, are they making results? Are they able to progress or not? And in the article that I've written here that, that will email it out to you, um, I, I shared a screenshot from inside the app to show you exactly what it should look like. And my clients, they practice what I'm preaching here. This is not something that I wrote because I thought it sounded good. This is actually what we do in the coaching program. And so rule number five is be consistent. Now, I'm sure you've heard that before. Consistency is king. Another quote that comes to mind is just showing up is half the battle. But what you may not have heard is the exercise principle called the repeated bout effect. So if you've ever taken a few weeks off of exercise and showed up to the gym and did a hard workout, you've experienced the repeated bout effect in action. You know that after that hard workout, you're going to be sore, right? But you also know if you keep showing up, the soreness gets less and less every time, and then it completely goes away. And by the way, just another quick side note here, there is no correlation between soreness and results. And I've heard way too long in my personal training career, like, oh, but I'm not sore from the workout. I don't care if you're sore. Did you do more than what you did last time? Yes. Then shut up and keep doing it. Actually, I'd never said that to my client. I just wanted to. <laughs> I, I didn't show the eye roll either. It was just like a metaphysical eye roll or an internal eye roll is what I should say. So this happens because when you perform a new workout, your body will experience a new stimulus that stresses your muscles. But as you keep showing up, the level of stimulation from the same workout becomes less, right? You just get acclimated to it. That's why the principle of progressive overload is so important. 
But for this to happen, you need to keep showing up week after week, month after month, year after year. And there's the other side to this, which is called detraining. This is another exercise science principle. In simpler terms, it means that you just, you lose it if you don't use it. In fact, in just two weeks, you start to lose fitness if you stop completely. But there is a silver lining here. And this is why I'm so hard if you talk, so hard on that all or nothing mindset, if you hear me talk about it and rant and rave about it so often, it's because it just crushes people and people don't get the, the fact doing one set of an exercise is the difference between nothing and something. In fact, that one set for resistance training exercise, that's the main set. You could just do one set of uh, a workout routine and you would be so much better off than a person who goes to the gym, works out like crazy, then stops for a month, then comes back after, I don't know, six or eight weeks and then goes crazy again. And then no, do one freaking set and just stick with that and then add another set. Now, granted that one set, you got to again, work to muscular exhaustion, make sure you're doing more than what you did last time. You should be tracking your progress so that you're making results and you're sure that you're recovering. But that's why I'm like, I rail against the all or nothing mindset. It is so uh, a big sabotager of results. So get rid of that and just understand the one set, if you do one set of each exercise, that's the difference between sitting on the couch and getting results. And you will get results if you just get your butt up and just get one set and, and do it the way I told you here. So what I've done is I've created some workouts that I'm not going to talk about here because I can't really explain it to you, but I've done an at-home workout, a beginner bodyweight workout, an intermediate bodyweight workout, then a band workout. And if you're, you're, you're a client of mine, you're well uh, versed. If you're a client of mine and you travel or work out at home, you know that I'm a huge fan of the bands. It's what I it's what I do personally, and I've written these workouts. They're in they're in the 10 day challenge. In fact, I'm going to be giving you something better in the 10 day challenge. And and you again, you can go to legendarylifepodcast.com/challenge for that. And so the thing that I'll say here is that it can be very difficult to work out at home. So what I want to tell you is this, make a commitment to yourself. You know, you need to move your body. You know, you're moving less because you're not leaving your house very much. Make a commitment to yourself. Number two is schedule your workouts in your calendar and stick to your schedule. One thing that I hear from people sometimes is like, oh yeah, but you know, my work is asking me to do this. And then my kids are doing this. No, you tell them, no, you make time for yourself. Don't give me that bullshit. You make time for yourself. You step up and be the adult that you say that you are and make time for yourself. Tell your kids no. Tell your boss no. That's even better. Get your kids actually to work out with you. But um, tell your boss no. Gosh, I'm so unemployable. I would create such a problem for my boss if they tried to mess with me too much about my schedule. Don't be afraid of stepping up to your boss and setting them straight. You know, especially if they're not valuing health, they're not a good leader. So many poor leaders, so many less than great leaders in business, I tell you, 
if they're out of shape and they're not respecting your your commitment to get in shape or your desire to get in shape for mental health purposes, for physical health purposes, man, if I was in that business, I would fire that person or they would have to, or they would have to get, start leading by example. Anyway, I digress. So I'm just going to share a couple more things here. Here's one that's really important. Here's just a couple quick tips. Get up and move more. It doesn't have to be a workout. I talked about that earlier. The difference between someone who's sitting in a chair all day long and then someone who's getting up because they're required to get up and do things every once in a while, not, nothing strenuous, just get up out of the chair. It's 300 calories a day. That'll get you another slice of that Kirkland pizza. And it's similar to what you would burn in 30 minutes of running, just getting up throughout the day. And the difference between sitting at a desk all day and having a standing workstation was 700 calories. Maybe it's time to invest in that standing or standing desk or that treadmill desk. So secret number two, perform mobility exercises throughout the day. So I'm not a huge fan of like always just marching around trying to get your steps in. I like to do mobility exercises because they're low intensity resistance training exercises that stimulate your muscles and, and help you help specific muscles. And it can really do a lot if you're suffering from tightness, from aches and pains, from postural issues, can really help a lot. And uh, I've, I've put that into the program here. All my clients get mobility exercises. Number three is track your steps. Just be on top of it. Personally, I use an Aura Ring. I don't have any affiliate with them, but I love the product. The one wearable other than a heart rate monitor that I'm just like, I, I don't freak out about my Aura Ring, but sometimes it'll run out of battery and then I won't get the data. I'm like, no, because I've updated it a couple of times. It seems to run out of battery quicker now, but it seems to also charge faster. Anyway, track your steps. You got a smartphone in your pocket. You can go look and see how many steps you're getting right now. So secret number four, cardio with kids. Do you have kids? I got a client. I share this story, I think recently, but I'm going to share it again. He was struggling to get his cardio in on the Peloton bike because his wife is watching the kids and she wanted to throw him out the window, uh, you know, by the time he would get home because he's still working due to the essential nature of his business. So we came up with an idea that he'd get his cardio in with his kids. Here's how it works. Set a timer for a specific amount of time, 30 to 60 minutes. Then the goal is to get your heart rate up and keep it up while physically playing with your kids. Running, wrestling, biking, walking, roughhousing, hiking, doesn't matter. Just get up and do it. They need it. You need it. It's bonding time. And not only are you getting your cardio in, you're leading by example and showing your children that exercise is a fun thing. And it's a thing that you do with your friends, with your family. I mean, how cool is that? You got to switch your mindset here and realize that your mindset is the big problem if you're not seeing these opportunities. All right, number five, and then we're going to wrap things up here. Dance party, dance party at home. If you're by yourself, turn on some good beats and move to the music if you don't want to get your steps in or if you don't want to do mobility exercises. Have kids? Awesome. Turn on something they can enjoy too and get them moving too. Set a timer for a specific amount of time or, or say, you know what? I'm going to dance to like six songs. Just make sure you keep moving. Even if you have to slow down, it's okay, but keep moving. 
So here's the bottom line. We're dealing with this unprecedented crisis, but it also means we have a historic opportunity to lead and grow. Okay, so fitness facilities are closed. You've been forced to join the legions of work-from-home employees against your will. Or maybe you own your own business and, you, and, and you're working at home and it's, you're having a hard time like working out when you're in the same place where you have your laptop and take your calls and wear your sweatpants, right? But here's the thing, whatever camp you fit in, I know it can feel hard to get up and, and get going, but the truth is you got two choices. You can pop the 20 bottles of wine, abandon your goals, complain, watch every episode of every show ever, dive deeper into distraction, wade in the pool of pessimism, and check out from your day, your goals, your family, your team, and your purpose. Or you can step up. You can start following the home workouts. You can apply the five-step rule that I just showed you, the five uh, rules for for maximizing results. And the other things that I showed you, I mean, this is an opportunity for you to be a role model for your family, to get in better shape, to practice healthy habits so that when you get out on the other side of this, you're a better person in a better place, in a better state of health, both physically and mentally. So if this resonated with you today, what I want you to do, and you've been on the fence and you're starting to realize, oh yeah, this isn't changing anytime soon. I, I, I need to do something. And you want to work with me directly to help you learn how to have your cake and eat it too. How to get in shape no matter what your circumstances are. If you have injuries, I can help you work around them. Whatever your limitation, you think your limitation is, I can help you work around it. All I need is you to be committed to change. And if you're there right now, what I want you to do is go to legendarylifeprogram.com slash apply and schedule your call with me. Hope you're making the best out of this situation and that you're choosing leadership, you're choosing to grow instead of to shrink, contract, and panic. Because we need more of the former and less of the latter. So love you, have a great one, and I'll speak to you soon.